Then he would pray for the sick. And there are documented miracles of the sick being healed, blind eyes being opened, deaf ears unstopped, the lame being able to walk. Even a few incidences recorded of the dead being raised. Welcome to Stories I Didn't Tell Last Sunday. I'm your host, Doug McAllister for Journey Fellowship Church. And today I want to tell you a story about one of the generals of the faith, Reinhard Bonnke, one of the great men of God of the 20th century. So I know you've heard of Reinhard Bonnke. If you are a believer, have been saved any amount of time. He was a legend in the 20th century. Many people called him the Billy Graham of Africa. And he recently passed away. It's been, I guess, three years. I think 2019 is when he died, uh, December. Uh, he was born April 19th, 1940. So that would make him about 80 uh, almost 80 years old or something like real close to it. Um, but he lived a, he lived a powerful life. Uh, and before I tell you his story, let me tell you how, uh, uh, I ran into one of his staff members. So, uh, I was flying home from a trip one time and I'm at a baggage carousel waiting to pick up my, uh, my luggage. And, you know, there's like seven carousels in the airport. There's hundreds of people gathering around every carousel. And I happened to be standing by uh, a stranger uh, that I kept thinking, I know this guy from somewhere. I don't know why I thought I knew him because it turns out I didn't know him. But anyway, so we're standing waiting for the luggage to be unloaded, and we struck up a conversation. And I told the guy, I said, I feel like I know you. And he said, yeah, I feel the same way about you. And uh, so we started talking, trying to compare you know, groups that we're part of or people that we knew and we could find any common connection. And and then he said, well, I'm a pastor on my way to Louisiana, to a church in Louisiana. I'm taking my first assignment as a pastor. And I said, I'm a pastor in Louisiana. And we just got, oh, maybe it was just our you know, kindred spirit, or maybe it was the spirit of Christ, or I don't know. We just felt drawn together. And I said, well, what did you do before you became a pastor? And he said, I was on the traveling staff for Reinhard Bonnke. And I said, are you serious? You know, it's like, it's like knowing the Pope, you know, it's like meeting, you know, an apostle, you know, because Reinhard Bonnke is one of the greatest leaders of the 20th century. Uh, and so I got to have some firsthand information about Reinhardt and his crusades by one of his team members uh, that I happened to be standing beside at a baggage carousel in an airport. And we struck up a great conversation about Reinhardt. And Reinhard Bonnke always inspired me with his passion for evangelism. He loved winning the loss to Christ. I think one of his favorite tagline was plundering hell to populate heaven. If you read his biography or if his website, you'll see that he uses that quote a lot. He was always focused on winning the lost. So Reinhard Bonnke grew up in the home of a believer, got saved at the age of nine. Before he was a teenager, he felt called to missions work. And in particular, he thought God was calling him to Africa. Uh, he went to school, and finally he found himself in Wales, uh, and he went to the Bible College in Wales. And from his graduation, he went back to Germany, which is where he grew up. Even though he wasn't born in Germany, he grew up there, uh, and uh, he accepted a job as a pastor. He and his wife in his early 20s became pastors at a tiny church in the nation of Germany. 
And it was there that God opened the door for him to become a missionary evangelist. While he was pastoring this small church, he had a recurring dream that I don't know exactly how many times he had it, but it was over and over again. And he kept seeing the nation of Africa. And the Spirit spoke to him about a blood-soaked Africa, about winning the, the continent to Christ. So he told his wife about the call, which started when he was a little boy before he was a teenager, that he was called to Africa. And now here he is, a married man in his mid-20s, and the call is afresh upon him. So they resigned the church and moved to the kingdom of Lesotho, a small nation in Africa, and began doing ministry. Reinhardt had no way of knowing what God was about to do in his life. He was a man full of passion for the loss, the power of the Holy Spirit. And he began uh, holding uh, small outreaches, outdoor outreaches, and he built a tent and began having outdoor services under the tent. And the crowds began to grow. First, it was a few hundred. Then he built a bigger tent, and it was seat 800, and he filled that tent up. And he kept building bigger and bigger outdoor tents and kept filling them up. Eventually, he built a tent that would seat 35,000 people, seven stories tall. At that time, it was the largest tent in the world. And then came the day where... Even that tent was not big enough to hold the crowds. People were coming from all over the continent. He would have national crusades in some of the nations of Africa and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, eventually millions of people. In fact, I think the largest outdoor crusade was the Millennium Crusade in the, around the year 2000. There was 1.6 million plus people that gathered in an outdoor crusade to hear Reinhardt preach the gospel. Then he would pray for the sick, and there are documented miracles of the sick being healed, blind eyes being opened, deaf ears unstopped, the lame being able to walk, even a few incidences recorded of the dead being raised. Uh, there's one story in particular that he tells in one of his books where he was hosting uh, a meeting at a church, and this man died in the city. His wife was about to have his funeral and had his casket brought to the church and put in the basement while Reinhardt was preaching. And during the preaching, the dead woke up. This man sat up in his coffin and spoke to his wife. And without anyone praying for him, just the power of God wakened the dead. And that was probably the hallmark of Reinhardt's ministry, that you know, he believed that signs and wonders wonders followed the preaching of the word. It was always so inspirational. Of course, I didn't get saved until the 1970s, the late 70s, early 80s. Uh, by this time, Reinhard Bonnke was a legend around the world. But I remember following his ministry closely, what God was doing, and seeing him being interviewed on Christian TV and reading the articles in Charisma magazine and just following the, uh, the you know, the move of God across the continent. He founded a ministry called Christ for All Nations, um, and that became the ministry organization that helped him to organize the crusades all across Africa and then eventually around the world with millions of tracts and pamphlets and books in print. They documented, I think I checked this morning, uh, that Christ for All Nations has won 86 million people to the Lord uh, since the time it was founded by Reinhardt 
many, many years ago. It was almost 60 years of full-time ministry. And this man left an indelible mark. I don't know how you replace a Reinhardt Bonke. You don't. We pray that God raises up another move in this generation. Maybe there's a six-year-old boy who just got saved or a 14-year-old girl that just got filled with the Spirit. And God's raising up another generation of leaders to build the church and to win the lost. But I wanted to take a moment to acknowledge the passing, even though it's been a couple of years now, a passing of a general in the faith, a man who inspired a generation of pastors like myself and who also won 80-plus million people to Christ and saw countless miracles and saw countless uh, mighty deeds and works done in the preaching of the gospel and gathered some of the largest crowds in the history of the world to hear the gospel. So today, Journey wants to honor the life of a great man, Reinhard Bonnke, uh, gone to be with the Lord, left behind a wife and three kids and eight grandchildren, but most of all, a legacy of loving Jesus Christ and devoting his life to the gospel and plundering hell to populate heaven. So we honor this great man of God today, and we pray for the next generation of leaders that God's raising up to win our cities and our nations and our continents to Christ. Well, that's our story today. For Journey Fellowship Church, I'm Doug McAllister. If you live on the North Shore, come visit us here at Journey. Uh, you can find driving directions at jf.church or download the Journey app. Type in Journey Fellowship Church in your search bar. Download our app as compliments of us. Load it with resources and information. Driving directions, find a small group, watch past sermons, get involved here at Journey. Uh, if you live nearby, come visit us. Or you can even watch us online uh, before you come visit. You can watch us uh, at jf.church on the app or on social media. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube. But we'd love for you to come visit us, uh, not only online, but come also in person and get connected. If you need a local church to be in fellowship with here, come visit us here at Journey in Slidell. We're in the south side of town near Lake Pontchartrain. We'd love to meet you in person. So for Journey Fellowship Church, I'm Doug McAllister, and this has been Stories I Didn't Tell Last Sunday.